I never test that water, just jump in and buy some my lines, get sunk in. I call low for the fight I had. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Armchair Referee Podcast. I am the one, the only, the legend. Fake out. And I'm the co-host, the bearded brother from another mother, Chip Bayless. And that's right, that's what you're hearing right there. That is a brand new intro by our friends at Black Paisley Records. So, Chip, how are you doing today? Pretty good, Fake. How are you doing? Oh, I could be better. I, I, I could be better. My picks didn't go so well last week. <laughs> Not really. Same here. We both picked Green Bay, <laughs> and what a shocker that one was. <laughs> um, Yeah, being an Eagles fan, I will definitely eat my crow for this one. Did not expect the Eagles to go into Lambeau Field um, and to beat the Packers, and especially with uh, the Packers having not one but two times inside the five, twice the defense, the struggling defense that the Eagles have had so you, far this season. Are you talking about the Pete Carroll move? Are we talking about not running it? Be- because there's... Lafour is Pete Carroll 2.0. When you have a power back like Jones is, that's <laughs> what... Why don't you hand off to him? <laughs> All I got to say is cram it up your cram hole, Lafour. <laughs> Eagles, baby. On to the Jets. <laughs> oh. Man, but we'll get we'll get into that later <laughs> in the podcast. So we're we're gonna dive into our official week three review. Cowboys, the Cowboys did exactly what the heck I thought they were gonna do. They were gonna march into Miami, and they were gonna win big. Oh, big time! Oh, huge! I swear to God. They almost put a 40-burger up on them fins. They, they freaking did. <laughs> 31 to 6. We didn't even bother taking a fire extinguisher to that dumpster fire. No. I, I swear to God. We just let that baby burn. <laughs> and we're going to pay Dak Prescott like he's fucking Tom Brady. I swear to God. <laughs> 30, 31 to 6. We knew it wasn't going to be close. We knew no, what kind we, of game we knew it was going to be a blowout from the get-go. Bills, Bengals, called it. It was closer than I thought it was going to be. It was closer. Bills seem like they're for real. This week will be the true test. Big time. Huge test. Huge test. Huge test on whether or not if this Bills team is for real. They finally put it all together. Has the years of drafting, free agency moves, trading. Has it finally come together? Because, well, I've been saying it all year long. They defense. have a top 10 defense. Yes. They have a top 10 defense. And honestly, I think their secondary is a top five secondary. So, it's really going to be whether or not that defense is going to be able to hold up against that Patriots wide receiver core. Time will tell. This weekend will tell. Is this Bills team for real? Are they finally ready, ready to take over the AFC East? Because they got two shit horses of a teams. <laughs> it's really just Bills. Bills, Patriots. Patriots. So we'll see. Lions, Eagles. So about this game, I'm, I'm completely sky high from last night's win in Green Bay. But last Sunday's loss to the Lions, 
um, was very, I, I wouldn't say very disappointing, but at the same time, like... It was a what-the-fuck-just-happened-here kind of feeling? When you don't have Deshaun Jackson or Alshon Jeffrey on the field, and you got Nelson Aguilar, who is well-known for his drops, and a guy like Matt Collins, who is like a fourth, fifth-string receiver on any depth chart right now in, in the NFL... The defense, the, the pass rush was absolutely absent. Like, there was zero pass rush. We didn't even, I don't even think we even got a finger on Matt Stafford last Sunday. And it just, he carved us up easily. It was mind-boggling. Did you ever have, you know, mind-boggling? Did you ever have your thoughts trapped in a bottle? That's what that game was there for me. That game was trapped in a bottle. I don't even want to think about it. It was a trap game, too, because everyone <laughs> thought that since the Eagles were home and they were favored, everyone's going to pick It's the hard Eagles. to win in the link. It's hard to it's win It's very hard. But when you don't have – when Jim Schwartz has been dialing up the worst kind of defensive schemes over the last couple of weeks, zero pass rush at all until last night when they finally got the Rodgers, they finally stripped sack Rodgers. Uh, it's just not even like there was zero. Like you figure, like someone like Matt Stafford, you get to Stafford easily, he's gonna fold like a chair. Eagles got that in the bag, but like I said, I mean there was pass rush was just completely absent, and he just took advantage of it and carved us. Mm-hmm. Do we really even need to talk about the New England Jets game? Um, it is what we thought it was gonna be. Yeah. There, there's not too much of a surprise here. The, I think the biggest surprise is that the Jets put on 15, 14 points. I think that's about the only surprise I have, is that they actually scored points. <laughs> but you got to realize, I think that last touchdown was probably like garbage time. That was garbage time. It was, it was like... Which cost me here, a handle. Throw a Thanks, bone. Patriots. <laughs> got a quick gamble, man. <laughs> hey, I've been on a winning streak until last week. <laughs> <laughs> and we said it. The brisket was in the oven. He's done preheating. He going off. <laughs> I think after this game here, watching him play against the Falcons, I'm I'm on the brisket train now. You're finally on the brisket train. You finally joining me on the brisket I'm train. I'm at the dinner table. You're at the dinner table ready to feast. Yes. Don't worry, he's bringing the mashed potatoes with too. Maybe some collard greens. Maybe maybe some cornbread. Mixed veggies. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Apple like, pie. I, I, I thought the Colts were also going to win this game regardless because the Falcons, they were sitting, they were feeling themselves after beating us down in Atlanta on that Sunday night game. And Atlanta was just, I think they were just, their heads were, their egos were way too high. And I expected the Colts to bring them back to reality. And sure enough, that's what they did. Now to our producer, Dev. You fucked me. You, f- you and John Gruden fucked me. <laughs> was there like... Did, I, did, I they, pick, did they lube it up or did it go in dry? I, I pick your team spit to on. march into Minnesota and teach them a lesson. And then you lose by 20 points. <laughs> did whenever whenever Kirk Cousins finished, did he did he look at you and say you like that? He winked at me. <laughs> He's like 
Am I overpaid now? Yeah, you're still overpaid. Yeah, you're still overpaid. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're still overpaid. <laughs> but 34-14. <laughs> final score to Oakland, Minnesota. It's like I just can't pick the Oakland games right this year. I go against them, they We win. have finally come to a realization <laughs> that when it comes to the Raiders, we just cannot pick them right at the right time. Just, yeah, I can't get a good read for them. I pick them to when you I pick want them, them to lose, lose. They win. They win. When I pick them pick to win. win they, they lose. lose. <laughs> so now, Chiefs Baltimore. Your Chiefs. I was on point on that one. I said it just. I I said it plainly. It was going to be just like last year. It was going to be a close offensive game, and they we won it in a shootout. And Patty Mahomes looked good. Yes, and he the did. Legion of Zoom is looking fast. You can't touch them. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> After that game, I, I definitely, now I definitely see the hype about Lamar Jackson. Because the first couple weeks, I'm just like, I don't know if I can get in. I, I don't know if He's I can get behind real. him. After this game, I got to give props to Lamar Jackson. He he stepped it up when we didn't have to. He, he's for real. You know. It's just a testament to our offense. It it's hard to keep up with us. Big time. And that eighty some odd yard touchdown from Hardman. Woo, that was sexy. That just just shook. It was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. He was that wide open. <laughs> no one was draped <laughs> on him. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Hot dog in the hallway. It was like throwing a hot dog down the hallway. Oh, there was no one around him. Down, just, just gone. He was just gone. You now are officially a trademark of that. Throw Franks. Throw the Franks. You can't tell me it was on him. And did you see? Did you see the stat that I posted up on our Facebook page? The top five leading receivers right now in the NFL. The Chiefs own two of them. Sammy Watkins and Travis Kelsey. And I'm telling you right now, if Tyreek Hill doesn't get hurt in week two and actually plays week two. That too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you right now, they would have three receivers in the top five. The... That wide receiver core is so fucking fast. I don't think there's a secondary in this league right now that can keep up with them. DBs, you're on notice. <laughs> They're on notice of you better fucking bring your fucking burn cream because your asses are going to get chapped. <laughs> like, I swear to God, they're, like Baltimore just had fucking... Two coaches with fire extinguishers just waiting, ready to go whenever their fucking DBs came back and say, oh, come on, just hold still. I know it burns. I know it burns. I get it. <laughs> Packers Broncos. I called it. Old Joey Flacco just, just crumbled, man. But at least we know now, if it comes down to a close game, will Furkick fucking make a goddamn call correctly no if you have adam jones you give him the ball at the two yard line (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know what it is about this guy getting away from the it's run this, scheme. It, it's this league in general, because Andy Reid does the same stupid shit, too. Hey, I've watched it all when he was in Philly. Where? He would let Donovan McNabb go back 40, 50 times a game. I'm like, you where? got Brian Westbrook. You got LaShawn McCoy. Use them. Where has this league gone to now? It's where a you're league, at dude. the two-yard line and you're still lining up in shotgun and just going, oh, we're going to throw the ball. No! If you have a ton of beef in your fucking backfield, use him. <laughs> this ain't your granddaddy's NFL. At certain point in times, it needs to go back to granddaddy's NFL. Because how many red zone interceptions have we seen over the past few years where you're on the fucking two, you just want to run a little slant. And they try to do a slant. And dunk. They try to get cute. And it gets picked off and possibly even taken back the other way for just a Just go six. back to old school. You know, five yards in the cloud of dust. Give it to your beef and let him do his fucking job. That's what he's there. That's why he's getting paid. He's the guy that's going to get right behind that center's ass or go in between the center and the guard and just pound that shit home. Going in dry. Pound town. Tell him, look at your halfback and say, I have two tickets for pound town and let him go to town. <laughs> own that. Just own that. You and all your sex today. I did want to say a point of order here. Uh, you were saying about the Sammy Watkins and the Legion of Zoom. I do want you to realize, even though Sammy Watkins is on that list, he got most of his yardage in one game. 200 yards in one of those games. And then the other two, he only had 64 and 49. Still the Legion of Zoom. We're still killing it. I know. I'm just saying, just it's a long season. Sammy Watkins isn't done yet. That's all. That he's nowhere near done. Yeah. It's just Baltimore focused more on Sammy Watkins last last week, which opened up for Hardman and, and Robertson and Kelsey. There's too much speed and there's too much talent in that wide receiver corpse and tight ends corpse of Kansas City that someone's going to end up burning you, plain and simple. Whether it's Tyreek, whether it's Hardman, or Robertson, who's finally coming out. That catch he had on that little... F yeah. Gee. Insane. I thought I thought, I thought thought Odell Beckham got traded to fucking Kansas City. It was that sick of a one-handed catch. I loved it. I, I, I guess I could put it up with OBJ's one-hander, but... It was beautiful. It, it was nice. It wasn't nice. It was beautiful. I had half a chub after watching that catch. <laughs> like a Nick Chubb? Like, I thought I had Nick Chubb in my pants. That's how big it was. <laughs> Panthers Cardinals. <laughs> We're moving on. Panthers Cardinals. Um, 38-20. Kyle Allen. What is up with all these quarterbacks just saying, move on, move on, starter. I'm going to take it from here. Newton's done. Cam is done. Yeah, I think we're finally – I think I've been saying the last couple of weeks, I think we're starting to see the ending of Cam Newton. This comes into last week's discussion on, in Pitts, and on Pittsburgh here. If Rudolph shows that he's not the guy – how many more of these starters are going to get pushed aside by these younger quarterbacks that are finally coming in? And if Big Ben decides, I'm done, 
who are we going to possibly see in Pittsburgh if they decide to go that route? Are we talking like free agency or draft? Yeah, if they decide to go free agency, not even draft another quarterback. And just say, we're going to ride out a veteran for one or two years. Well, you got to go with someone that's reliable. And looking at all these free agent quarterbacks that are out there now, it's tough to say. It's going to be interesting. I think this free agency is going to be interesting. If Big Ben decides that he's going to call it quits and Rudolph just isn't cutting it. So could this up next uh, upcoming free agency, will that be the quarterback carousel? I, I think so. I think this might it's be going the, to be like the biggest free agency of like quarterbacks that we've had like in recent years. Because who's to say Jacksonville doesn't cut Nick Foles? If Gardner Minshew keeps on playing the way he's been playing, who's to say Jacksonville just doesn't move on? on. Moves on from Nick Foles. Because there, then there's another guy. If Carolina decides to call it done with Cam Newton. There's another guy. There's another guy. <clears throat> New York Giants have basically already said this is now Daniel Jones' team. I think Eli's... So then you got Eli. See, here's the thing about Eli, though. I think he's just going to go ahead and call it a career. I, I just can't see Eli Manning going. I mean, it's possible he will go somewhere else, but I, I think he's just too true to the Giants to just do that and go somewhere else. We'll, we'll find out. And who's to say also, if Denver keeps on playing the way they're playing, that they just don't hand the reins over to Drew Locke and be like, you know what, figure it out. I think the Broncos are just riding out with Flacco just this season. I, that's it. And then maybe whenever Flacco has that one bad game, maybe this week or later on this season – then they finally give Drew Locke the start. Did you say finally has a bad game? The man's been god-awful. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> once he finally does, like, once the Broncos finally come to realization, like, hey, maybe we should just give this Drew Locke guy a start. Like, <coughs> I give the Broncos two more weeks, then they're done with Fl- Flacco. You're going to notice that way. <clears throat> Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Game-winning drive. Runs it in himself. Played awesome. <laughs> Giants fans are, like, erected like the Empire State Building in their pants. Now, they did play Tampa. <laughs> True. They did they play, did play Tampa. Tampa, and that's the reality that you got to bring them <laughs> that, back a little that's bit. That's the reality check, but... He did look good. He looked like he commanded offense. Yes. And... Split-second decision to just take off and run it in himself to win the game. That's all I needed to see. The guy's not afraid. No. And he's able to read. Obviously, he read the defense properly. So, we'll see. I still don't think I'm going to pick him to win any more games, especially with Saquon Barkley kind of being, ah, right now. What is it, four to eight weeks? Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's a, tough uh, that's a tough blow for the Giants' run game, too. That, that's something, if you're going to bring in a guy that young. Because you could ask me right now who's the, who's the backup run, running back behind Saquon Barkley right now. I could, I'd tell you I have no idea. No flipping clue. Nope. Producer Dev, we need to know the backup running back for the Giants. We go into our stat daddy. <laughs> our stat daddy. <laughs> It's too much today. <laughs> uh, that's that's one thing. If you're gonna, if, like, I like the fact that they started 
And I given the reins, Dan Jones. But if you're gonna break, if you're gonna let a guy that young, you need to have that run game to be able to support him. And I hate to be the guy to say I told everyone so for the Giants, but I knew they were gonna do this to Saquon. They're gonna they're running the tread off the tires already. Dude's getting banged up already. Yeah. Hopefully. So, point of order. Uh, I came here with your stats behind Saquon Barkley is actually Wayne Gallman, which wasn't a bad guy out of uh, Wayne Gallman. When he was a rookie, Gallman. like two years. Yeah, out of out of Clemson. Clemson. Out of Clemson. Hey, my name is George, and I. Don't find well, that. Apparently, his name's George. Uh, he's, he's been lying to us this whole time. He's a Dabo guy. Yeah, but Wayne Goldman and uh, then some guy named Hilliman. Last name Hilliman. Hilliman. Johnny Hillman. Jonathan Hilliman. Yep. All John right. Hilliman. So I don't know. Take your pick. But Wayne Goldman. Sounds like some journeyman. Yeah. Like I said, I. I so may, maybe, maybe, we'll see how next week goes, and <clears throat> that run game. See if it's going to be able to at least get about halfway to what Saquon was producing. We'll see. Saints Seahawks. I told you the Saints would be just fine. <laughs> and that they were. I mean, that was a big win for the Saints to go into Seattle. Teddy play, B. Play in the rain with the 12s. Teddy B. <laughs> Saints are definitely fine. No doubt about it. I mean, they're, they're, they're if, all right. if I would have to pick the situation between Pittsburgh and and New Orleans, Teddy B just answered yeah. it. Saints all the way. You have a proven winner behind your proven winner. That's all you need to know. At the end of the day, you have two proven winning quarterbacks. You're set. And okay, that's well, why they they fought to bring him in. Now, on a scale of one to ten, how jealous is Jason Taysom Hill? He's rubbing KY jealous all over his snuts right now. <laughs> I'll take that as a 10. <laughs> I need to stop today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with the sexual innuendos uh, today. Texans Chargers called it Texans. I... I don't know how to read well, this San yeah. Diego team. Typical Chargers, man. Jekyll and Hyde. But the bright side is, Melvin Gordon said, you know what, screw this holdout. I'm coming back. He's like, what, we lost to the Lions? Now we lost to the Texans? <laughs> oh, man, I better come back. <laughs> they need me. Well, we'll see if he if he does bring that spark and that improvement to, to San Diego. Now, he won't be able to participate in this week's game. He'll be back the following week because he's reporting on, well, Yesterday, he reported yesterday. So, yeah, yeah. He, no, he, I think I saw like a video of him walking in with like pads and a helmet on. Yeah, Keenan Allen was recording it. Yeah, okay. he he's officially back. So, as I said, he won't be eligible for this weekend, but he'll be back next uh, next weekend. So, um, we'll see. We'll see if if that's the spark they needed. Forty ers Steelers. Honestly, I can't remember who the heck I picked in this game. I think I picked the 49ers. I think I picked Steelers. Uh, either way, 24-20. I watched some of that game. It wasn't the most beautiful game on it, you know, either side. There was a lot of sloppy mistakes on both sides. Although, 
that trade for Fitzpatrick looked pretty looked good, pretty right? good. On Sunday. Looked that pretty looked pretty good. good on Sunday. I'll I'll give him that. Balled out. He he looked like a completely different player in black and gold. You know, you know what I mean? He he just seemed like he he was in a much better frame of mind when he, from the way he was from looking when he was down in Miami. Let's be real here. Who was watching Miami football at all to even see how good Minka Fitzpatrick was actually even playing? But I watch all highlights. Shout out to YouTube. Well, yeah, no Shout out to YouTube. It's a pit of misery. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a factory die. of sadness, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's what the Browns used to be. Or go at least reverting back to this season right now. <laughs> they just did like it basically it was like a contagion. Like a cold or a virus that just they basically pulled a LeBron. They went from Cleveland to South Beach. <laughs> sorry, I had to put a little NBA joke in there. I'm sorry. Talking about Cleveland, twenty to thirteen. That was another ugly game. No team, like either one of those teams, did not look good. Like not even on defense. The defenses didn't even look and good. Baker, 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 Baker. That play. Did you see how it, it was a gaping hole? He could have easily ran in for that touchdown. Yeah, I yeah, I I watched the game. My wife kept on trying to like you know like is this almost over? Shut up! <laughs> this is one of the games up. where you're just like, honey, roll over. I'll, 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 I'll be in bed soon. I'll I'll, I'll be out. And then the Monday night game, that was. Can we get a decent Monday game, Monday night game? Just, just, just. I mean Sunday night game? Can just? Yeah. Bears Redskins Monday night game. Well, yeah. Eagles Falcons was pretty decent Sunday night week yeah. two. But just give me one. Thirty-one to fifteen. You're gonna sit there and ridicule me with that, like Bears Redskins. Like who is getting excited for that? I mean, obviously Bears fans because they know their team's good. Case Keenum was eaten alive. By Khalil Mack. The Mack truck ran his ass over. I'm surprised Case Keenum isn't walking around with a gimp right I'm now. I'm honestly surprised the Redskins even got 15 points on him. It was a pure annihilation by that Bears defense. And that Bears offense has officially woken up. It has come alive. It's what we've been waiting for the past couple weeks. Couple weeks was that Bears offense to finally wake up and come alive. And it has happened. Well, it had to happen. Otherwise, if it wasn't going to happen against the Redskins, then there was going to be major questions of when it was going to finally come alive. But 31-15, to 15, that's your Monday night game. That's what you give us, NFL. Give me Chiefs-Baltimore. That should have been the that Monday night game. That should have been a primetime game at least, easily. That game was amazing. Both defenses look good. Both offenses look good. It was a shootout. That is a game you want to watch in prime time. Absolutely. Ah! <laughs> Damn you, Roger. We talked enough about the Eagle and about Lafleur. <laughs> we already were going to go into that. So we're going to dive right in to Week Four predictions, and we're going to start off. Redskins, Giants. Danny Dimes. Well, I'm taking Danny Dimes. Because 
30 burger. Hey, you know what? Just last week we were saying, well, maybe the Redskins aren't that bad. Maybe they're just a like subpar they, they, team. They, they've been fighting. They've been scrapping the last couple of weeks. And then sure. they get annihilated they by been, Chicago. And then they, the, the true test came in, and they just nah, They got they, smacked around. Khalil Mack literally took Case Keenum in his arms and said, don't worry, I'm not going to hurt you too bad. <laughs> Brushed his hair, blew blue. Wiped his nose, got rid of the little snot bubble there, said, don't worry, and then burped him. That's basically what happened. Giants. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. 30 burger. I wouldn't say that much. <laughs> I'm, gonna put a, I'm putting 30 burger on the on I, I'm going to say 21, 21, 10. I'm going to say 31, 13. You got some faith. <laughs> Chiefs, Lions. No way does fucking Lions win this game. There is no way in hell Detroit beats the Kansas City. 4-0. Here we come. The MVP train with the Legion of Zoom is just falling right behind. 2-2. I wish I could believe in my twin, Matt Patricia, but I'm going Chiefs. <laughs> there is no way Detroit wins here we're gonna march into detroit and we're gonna look at and be like this is why the ford ford companies left here (laughs) (laughs) roll out the model t's (laughs) this is why everyone's going to mexico (laughs) this is why you got guys retiring before they're 30. The, the mvp mahomes strains just gonna roll right through choot choot motherfucker we're coming through Next game we have is Titans at Falcons. Oh, hold on. 50-burger. I'm calling it. You're putting it's going to be the first 50-burger of the season by the Chiefs. 50. 50. 50. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. 50. First 50-burger of the season right there. And then Andy Reid's going to Andy Reid's going to leave Patricia's home, quoting Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations with that woman i wanted to <laughs> she was underneath my desk i swear to god okay <laughs> titans falcons this is the bounce out bounce back game for the titans i Calling agree uh, or Atlanta. yeah either way you look at this game it's a bounce back for either one um with the falcons being at home here's the thing Ten- the titans have played better they have on, on the, the road, road. Than they did have at home hmm. so far. Yeah. So I'm taking the Titans. Taking the Titans in Close. the ACL? Close. T.I. is going to be singing Remember the Titans after this game. That's right. A little bit of hip hop right there. <laughs> All right, y'all, I'm going to go Titans. Just because it was just the anniversary of uh, the release of Remember the Titans. Hey. Uh, Ravens, Browns, Ravens. Hands down, Ravens. Browns are they're falling into the slump, and they aren't going to get up out of it against the Ravens. I maybe 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 the Browns maybe next week Cleveland, but not this week. Not this week. <laughs> not this week. No way they go into Baltimore. And no, there's, just, there's no way. Not even a fight. Like not even a battle. I think it's going to be 
Or you think like the Ravens are just going to be that fourth quarter team that just runs away with it? I think it's going to be a fight up until about halftime, and then second half's going to Lamar's going to take over. Lamar and that defense that's, is going to take uh, over. Okay, right, that's understandable. I, I like the Ravens in this one. Raiders Colts. It's not happening today, Dev. The brisket is going to win it. It's fine. He's, he's I'm out sitting of the, at the table. He is out of the oven. He's done preheating. He got the giblets up over here. The mashed potatoes. The mashed potatoes, the mixed veggies. There's even some apple pie. Okay? It's on. And it's going to be a feast in Indianapolis. He's going to devour the Raiders. He's going to devour. <laughs> Not today, Satan. Wait. If he's the brisket, how is he going to eat the Raiders? Shouldn't the Raiders eat the brisket? <laughs> just don't, just, just don't mind my analogies and just go. <laughs> I'm starting to think you're about as drunk as Jim Mercer. <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to the brisket, I am. <laughs> you're like Arby's. We have the meats. See. Now, now you really are going to think I'm about as drunk as Jim Ursay, okay, because it's Patriots-Bills. Game of the week, in my opinion. Game of the week, and I have the Bills winning by three. Field goal. You're, be- you're uh, believing? I'm believing, and I'm not going to put through a table today. <laughs> I got the Bills by three. We got a fun fact. scored on the Patriots at all. No one scored on the Patriots yet. And I'm telling you right now, final score, 24-21. 24-21. 24-21, Bills by Fake three. Fake is believing. Believing. As I said, that secondary is top five. It's a top five secondary. And that defense in a whole is a top ten defense. Josh Allen seems to, been, seems to be a second-half quarterback so far this season. He struggles in the first half, and after halftime, he just lights the match underneath his ass and he gets going so is it going to be like a comeback like say like the patriots are up like, patriots are going to go in 14 four, like 17 to 3 at like halftime four, 14 three. 14 7 at halftime okay. and then the bills are going to come back in the second half bills are going to come back in the second half score another <clears throat> score another 14 and then kick kick field goal in final seconds if i take this I'm going over Niagara Falls. <laughs> Bills, 24-21. Final seconds field goal for the game winner. Bills Mafia goes insane. And then they get up on the TV and they say Tom Brady sits when he pees. Again. You're making me believe here. I'm a believer right now. This is the true test for Buffalo. Is this Buffalo team for real? This is a true test because so far they played some cupcakes. True. And also look back at week one. They, they could have lost to the Jets easily yeah. week one. They played, that was looking bad until the injury started happening for the Jets. They played the two other New York teams. And they just looked, and the Bills just looked at them and said, look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> this is my state. And then they play Cincinnati. <laughs> we're on to Cincinnati. <laughs> we're on to Cincinnati. But the only problem is this week he's saying we're on to Buffalo. We're on to Buffalo. And we're a little bit scared. 
Because even Tom Brady has co and come out and openly said well. that this is this is the best Bills team he's probably faced in his time in New England. Which honestly is probably true. This is probably the best Bills team that he has ever faced in his at his time in New England. True. I think there was that one game the Bills just smacked the Patriots, and I think it was after the Patriots got rid of uh, Lawyer Malloy. That was way back yeah. though. Yeah. But they, other than that, I think this I, I definitely agree. I think this is probably the best Bills team that has a chance to to upset the Patriots. I'm I'm telling you, twenty four twenty one, Bills. I'm a believer. Bills Mafia is gonna be putting some people through tables. It's going down western New York. Panthers, Texans. 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 I'm agreeing with you on that one. I think that I think that that kid that they have in Carolina right now. I think he's going to be something. Just not against Houston. Just not against Houston. Think Houston's going to bring him down to earth a little bit. Get his hopes up. Just just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. And then and then JJ Watt's going to rip his fucking head off. <laughs> He's going to beat that Panthers offensive line like a drum. All right, now here's the next game here is a little bit of reverse psychology game we're going to play here. What's, what Chargers team is going to show up this week? Here's the thing. Flores, I'm leaning on you this week. Here we go. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. Because I'm picking Miami. <laughs> You're doing it. I'm picking Miami. Flo, because <laughs> that's what I'm going to call you until you win a game. It's going to be Flo. The Flo? Like the progressive lady? Yeah. Yeah. He's now the progressive lady. If he's not wearing a schmock <laughs> next week on that sideline, I'm going to be pissed. But Flo, I'm waiting on you here. I think you can pick up your first W this season. Because San Diego is not playing this, the way they should this be. this is the game. This is the game that the Dolphins are going to get lucky. <laughs> the party on South Beach. In Miami. And every single Miami Dolphins fan is going to be like Farmer Fran. <laughs> Forget Josh Herbert. Rosen has risen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Said, I think I think I think they could sneak out with a W here. <laughs> I don't think until San Diego gets Melvin Gordon back, I don't think they have that spark. <laughs> this is the game. Because here's the thing: they still have Xavier Howard. They still have somewhat of a defense. Defense, yeah. They technically still have it. They have zero pass rush, <laughs> but they kind of have a defense. Advantage of, you know, Rivers is going to get his stats, but here's the thing: Rivers has looked good all season long, but except for touchdowns. He's, he's taking L's. So, as I said, I think Miami can sneak out with one. Flo, prove me right. Don't let me down. Don't fuck me here. over like you did in New England. <laughs> 
<laughs> Upset of the week right here, ladies and gentlemen. Dolphins, Dolphins over the Chargers. <laughs> Buccaneers, Rams. 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 Big. 30. Maybe even 40. You're, you're not. 40. Okay, I'll just <laughs> Another game with a 50 burger? I think McVay is going to like take the, take his foot off the gas pedal a little bit after he goes up, you know, thirty something at, before halftime. <laughs> He's going to be like, eh, "We're going to ease off this one a little bit." <laughs> yeah, it's like James Winston. Rest some of the starters. Seahawks, Cardinals, Seahawks, Seahawks, Seahawks. Not today, Murray. <laughs> Not happening. Whenever, Murray. It's just not happening. Just, Unless it comes down to a close game and they're on the two-yard line. Maybe then. But I don't think it's going to be that close. No. Nah. <laughs> Vikings and Dub Bears. At Soldier Field. Not today. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Not today, not Minnesota. Today. The Mack train. He's playing like a man possessed so far this, at the beginning of the season. He is literally picking off, picking back up from where, where he, he left, left off last, last year. Yep. But I think he's playing better than he was last year. I don't think there's a tackle or any lineman in this league right and now. that can any part of Cleo Mack whatsoever. No. The left tackle, whenever he lines up on the left tackle, is looking at the right tackle and be like, dude, do you want to trade this play? Like, you want to swap? Or it's like you got the tackle looking at the guard and be like, hey, Holmes, you want to like help me out here with like a double block here? Like, <laughs> looking at the running back and be like, hey, you want to chop block this fool? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> I know it's illegal little, now, but can you chop block this fool? Can you like fool? chop block him? Yeah, like go down low a little bit there, bud. Hit him at the ankles. <laughs> Just hope he doesn't, you know, jump over you and then bull rush me. <laughs> Make me look like a fool. <laughs> bears. Bears. Dub bears. bears. Jack's Broncos. See, this one's tough. This one's tough for me. Stash but daddy. I'm going with the stash daddy. You gotta go with the stash daddy. He's gonna throw that football over some mountains. He would have won state if coach would just put him in. That's all I had to do, coach. <laughs> he threw a stake at Jalen Ramsey yesterday. <laughs> he ran over my Tupperware, boy. <laughs> And drove off. The stash daddy. Asshole. Marches into mile high and throws the football over some mountains. It's happening. Stash daddy. Stash daddy. By 40. <laughs> Another 40 burger. Another 40 burger. It's probably not going to happen, but I would like to see it happen. Cowboys. Sunday night football. Cowboys. It's the, ca- it's the Cowboys. It's America's the- team. Against those dastardly saints. <laughs> Going into the Big Easy. And I'm taking the saints over my team. America's team. America's team. I'm going to fly them all down in my G5 over all my oil fields. And we're going to lose. <laughs> By Teddy, 10. Teddy B. Is the real deal. I'm taking I'm taking Saints by ten. 
It's all that donkey go. Saints at home. Saints. I'm going to bring George W. And even George W. is going to be over there and be like, gosh, dang it. <laughs> Maybe even some Hank Hill. Damn it, Bobby. The only problem is he's going to be saying. Dang old Cowboys, man. Dang old Gordon New Orleans, man. Dang old by 10, man. Dang old Geronimo, man. It's going to be. Dang it, Dak. You threw it to the black team. Aikman wouldn't have done that. Like, why is this even a Monday night game? Yet again, why is this a Monday night game? Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. <laughs> like, I get it's a rivalry. Like, I get that. I get that it's a huge rivalry. And every year it's quote-unquote good. Because every past few years it has been. But no offense, coach. <laughs> it's going to be a snooze fest. <laughs> it's going to be... I don't know, man. <laughs> it's going to be... I was, I'm not going to lie, though. I was, I was tuned into the 49ers Steelers this past week. I, I was actually tuned in on that. I watched that game. I watched the Steelers and 49ers game. That game is just going to be like this game. Which team is going to fuck up more? <laughs> It's all going to come down to mistakes it's, football. It's, it's going to come up to – it's going to come down to the last two minutes, which – who's going to fuck up? Who's going to throw the pick? Who's going to fumble the ball? Who's going to leave a guy wide open? It's going to come down to something like that. Because let's be honest. The red I, rifle, I can't yeah. believe in him. I'm not excited by anything. For as many right years now. he's been the starter in Cincinnati, the Red Rifle's going to screw this up. There was two, I'm going. I'm going Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. There was two players. I'm going Steelers. They're at home. Prime time. That's right, Chip. I'm, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong here. I'm picking Pittsburgh because there are two players on that Pittsburgh team that I think can just take over the game. James Conner. Juju. Okay, three. Juju and Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald's coming out this game. He's going to pick up from where he left off last year. He's breaking out this game. I'm telling you right now, I will not be surprised if we see another little fucking stiff arm, pick him up, get off me. I don't think he's like he's a five-year-old. I think he's hurt. That's why they Is he still hurt? Yeah, they signed that Barrett dude. He's, I think he's going to be out for like four or five, six weeks. Okay, then James Conner picks up, <laughs> picks up someone on that Cincinnati defense, like a five-year-old, just picks him up, throws him down, and goes to the house. It's just happening. Truck somebody. Old time football. He gonna truck somebody. Five yards, cloud to dust football. That's what Pittsburgh needs to start doing with Rudolph. Because honestly, I, nothing that he has done has impressed me yet. I think he could be a game manager. I think they could still potentially get a wild card spot if they play to their strengths. And right now, their strength is going to be running the football. They need to get back to where they were whenever Big Ben first won his first Super Bowl because let's be honest, Big Ben big didn't bus. win that first one. That big bus in the backfield. They had two running backs in that backfield. They had Willie Parker with the speed and they, they had the bus. the bus. They had the power. They had the speed. Right now, they got the best of two, both worlds because the Come fucking Terminator, one. Connor, he, he has some speed and we all know when he lowers that shoulder, he has two tickets to Pound Town, and someone's getting a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> Plain and simple. 
They need to get back to the old-time football. Five yards, cloud of dust. Tuck it up behind your, your lineman. Take it to the house. Pittsburgh by 12. 12. 12. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a lot of field goals, as I said. If they do it right, they get a like, cloud of dust football. Me and you both know cloud of dust football, five yards of cloud of dust football does not lead to a fuck ton of points. Plain and simple. It does not lead to a fuck ton of points. I'll get two touchdowns, 14. Are we are we saying 14 nothing, or they're going to win by 14? They're going to win by 14. Okay. Because honestly, I could say I could see 14 nothing, and Andy Dalton throwing two picks, two picks, both of Fitzpatrick. <laughs> 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 but we will see. Now there is one thing. Now we're going to talk a little bit of college football this week. Wisconsin Badgers are for real. <laughs> they smacked Michigan, which I was hoping was going to happen because Michigan, a couple weeks ago at home, number seven at the time against Army, they go double overtime. And Army played them tough. Big time. Tough. Such a good game, too. And then Wisconsin blows them the fuck out. Which I also predicted. I loved. <laughs> now... The reason that we're going to, we're talking about that that game is John Harbaugh officially on the hot seat. Is he done in Michigan? It's, it's going to be, be tough, tough because, because this, after this game, game yes, yes, I think he is officially on the hot seat. seat. But I also got to see Michigan how they do it the, towards like towards the end of the year, like Big Ten play. I have not seen enough from Michigan during Harbaugh's tender to say he has a win or last, something. Last season they had that whole revenge tour where they were going out after everybody that's been beaten in the last couple of years, and they still got smacked still around got by Notre Dame. Around. Yes. <laughs> That's, that's what I'm saying. There's not a win on his resume right now since he's been in Michigan that I think saves him. They have to beat Ohio State. They got smacked around by Notre Dame. They lost big to Wisconsin. Don't get me wrong. It was in Camp Randall. Camp Randall. It is hard to win in Camp Randall. There's a reason that they're ranked in the top 25 for tough, toughest places to play. It's, they, it's a rowdy crowd. But at the same time, when you are predicted to win as big as they were actually getting, getting told they were going to win huge, and then you just fall flat on your face. On, like basically under exceeding anything, like just very bland. And then barely beat Army. Don't get me wrong, I think Army has a damn good squad, but I don't think their squad is as good as playing that that close of a football game with Michigan. I agree with you on that point. I still think Army should have won that game, though. I still think Army. That Army had that game. Army had that game. I think they should have won that game. But I don't think they have the team that should have been playing them as close. I think Harbaugh is done in Michigan. This is his last year. So could we possibly see him coming back in the league. 
No way. You don't see it? No way. I see him taking a coordinator job somewhere, whether it's in the NFL or in college. Stay in college. Or two getting shit-canned and ended up at a smaller school like Lane Kiffin. What do you think? Brother in Baltimore might give him a little phone call. Like, hey, you want to come work with me? Very well might. Very well might. It's, I think that's about the only way he ends up back in the league right now if he gets shit-canned in Michigan. But, he, ha- you know, it's still early in the season. I think if he makes a bowl, he's safe for this year. See, that's where I'm at, too. That's all I was saying. Like, I got to see how they finish throughout the Big Ten. But it's, I think that's the only way. He, If they don't make a bowl game, gone. I, he's gone. And it has to be somewhat of a decent bowl game. They can't go 6-6 six and six and make the fucking the, the, the New Mexico Bowl and them still saying, oh, don't worry, John, you can keep your job. No, they made the New Mexico Bowl. He's getting fired before that New Mexico like, Bowl. Look, <laughs> we were ranked number seven for a reason. Like, I just don't see it. Nope. So he better put his thinking cap on and start getting some W's. As for my Nittany Lions, we are down in College Park, Maryland tonight. A weird Friday night game. Still don't understand that. Um, I don't get the University of Maryland because they canceled their classes today, but then they refused to have any tailgaters do any tailgating until 3 p.m. this afternoon. If this was in State College, there'd be tailgaters out there at like 5, 6 in the morning. Different breed of animals. You know what I mean? It's, I, I don't understand how the heck Maryland's still in the Big Ten. Dear Maryland Athletics, please go back to the ACC. Or if the ACC doesn't even want you, join the MAC. Or P.S. Or the American take Conference. Rutgers with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both of you just joined the American Conference call today. I I just oh, still to this day it's been like I, five six years now that Maryland's been in the. It's Big just 10. like it's Nebraska. Just like I, I think Nebraska should just go back to the Big Twelve. I did think that at first, but now seeing like Nebraska's like football program come around these last couple seasons, I was like, you know what. Let them stay in the Big Ten. I'm all for it. You can sit there and shake your head. No. I say we trade them for Iowa State. Wouldn't be bad. Me personally, I would. I would. I know it's never going to happen because they got that contract with NBC. Here we go. Notre Dame. Oh, here we to go. To the Big Ten. I saw this one coming. I've been asking for this for like a decade. It would make the rivalry sense. with Michigan State. Bring back Michigan. Penn State. Michigan. Yep. Penn State. They have plenty of rivals in the Big Ten. It would make sense to bring them in. It's just never going to happen. I think they like being independent. Exactly. I, th- that, I think that's the part that kills me every time. It's just like I think it's one of those things where they like being able to make their own schedule. Heck, now I don't know if you saw this. So next season, Notre Dame plays Wisconsin at Lambeau Field, and then the following year, Notre Dame plays Wisconsin at Soldier Field. In Chicago. That's understandable because it was kind of like you guys being in Madison, 
being close to Green Bay and South Bend being close to Chicago. Yeah, it, may, it makes sense, Yeah, which I love. So they just signed that two-game contract. So the first, first game's in Lambeau, and then the following year is going to be in Soldier Field. I think that's why Notre Dame likes being independent. They can bring, they can make deals like that. Basically, play anywhere. Play anywhere they want at any point point in time. You know what I mean? Basically, build the schedule way they want 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 to build their schedule. They don't have to worry about conference play and all this other stuff and yada yada yada. And if they really wanted to, they could put the top fifteen in their. And their schedule every year. Which I think they should do, but... Hey, if you're going to be independent and you want to win a national championship, yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Put your cupcake team on, you know, get for... Go yeah, play no, no Go more, play Liberty uh, your no first week. Nevada or UNLV or anything like that. Like, it, it's just... I mean, I get I, I say keep the, I like, do like the fact that they can make their own schedule, play any basically anywhere they want to. Here's the thing with college football. Me and you, we all know. I just wish they would bow down to the Big Ten. Like, come to the Big Ten. Like, you make much more sense being in there. It's just never going to happen. It's never going to happen. They like being independent. And the way college football is, everyone has the tune-up game every year. (laughs) Plain and simple. Everyone schedules a Liberty or the Citadel or UNLV or, you know, Idaho or you know some team like that they gotta they gotta have the tune-up game and I get why they do that just because they spent the first you know up leading up to that game they spent how many weeks just hitting each other preparing for that game preparing for preparing for the tune-up game to get everything all set so until it backfires Michigan Appalachian State Arkansas, North Texas, just last year. Or is this past Saturday, a certain team, Georgia, shatters the hopes and dreams of another Notre Dame national title run. Because that's the reality. Notre it, Dame just – It is what it is. It is what it is for Notre Dame, but they just cannot – they can't do it. SEC speed, man. Crushes everybody's dreams at some point in time. So, a couple years ago, did you really think Notre Dame was going to beat Alabama? No. No. Even even Man- Manti Teo's fake dead girlfriend. <laughs> she was a nice lady. <laughs> even called that game and said, he ain't winning this shit. She's <laughs> not even real. And she even called it. Fake dead, his fake dead girlfriend. And there, there's one other... College football news. I I I wanted to talk about this kid out of out of Houston. I was gonna say, is this gonna be the Houston story? I just want to hear everyone's thoughts. Uh, hey, is this really what college football is turning into? You know, you, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. <laughs> We're just gonna call him King because that's what his last name is, but. You, you play the first two seasons of your senior year, and then you say, "Adios." First two games of your senior year, you just be like, "Ah, I'm gonna redshirt the rest of the year, and then I'm gonna transfer." Where? Ooh, slow down there, Bucko. Where the fuck are you going? 
I don't get it, man. I, I mean, I understand, like, the whole transfer portal has been big the last couple seasons. Uh, I mean, my, my thing is, how did it work out for Mitchell? <laughs> yeah, it worked out pretty decent. I mean, I'm talking about the guy that went down the to the U. Doesn't even get the starting job. Leaves Ohio State, goes down to Miami, doesn't, doesn't even get even the get starting start. job. I mean, some of these work out. I mean, like I said, man, I mean, some places work out for some people, some places don't. I mean, look at Jalen Hurns right now. Like, he's tearing it up right now for Oklahoma. Well, that's because he went in there be, being guaranteed, clear cut, he's going to be starting quarterback. <clears throat> Without any, like, <clears throat> competition during camp or anything. Zero competition. You're a guy. I mean, that's just how the NCAA, it's how football is now. The college football is basically turning into. If this program doesn't want me, I'm going to go somewhere where I can possibly. What? So, like, what? If Tua decides, hey, I'm 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 entering a draft this year, is he going to go to Alabama? Is this King guy going to go to Alabama? Is that is this what college football is turning into, where there's practically free agency every single time one of these guys become a junior or senior? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know exactly how to explain this, like. It's just weird. Like, it's just you see these guys, they do so well for one program, and then for some odd reason they just back away and they just enter the portal and they tra get transferred to some, somewhere else. And yet you see some of these guys either they're, they're playing now or they're completely benched. So it's like what was the point of doing that? That's, that's what I'm saying. I think this kid – should have just finished out his senior year. It isn't like him going to another team next year is really going to, you know, change his draft stock. They know what he is. They've seen him for four years. And honestly, Houston, it isn't like these guys don't get drafted high. Case Keenum went to Houston. I say Case Keenum went to Houston. Kevin Cobb, Houston quarterback. Yeah. Houston is a big enough program. They know what you're getting. They're going to air it out. We're going to throw the ball 60, 70 times a game. So it's that's what you that's what most NFL scouts want to see. They want to see every you know, the max amount of reps and throws that they can that can get that you know that they can get an evaluation out of you. If you're throwing the ball 60, 70 times a game, that's enough evaluation. <laughs> so, I I just don't understand. It. I think I think he should have just finished out the year, entered the draft, see what because it isn't like him going to Alabama next year. Is, you know, if if it would work out that. I honestly had no idea. Like I never even heard of this kid before. Oh, I knew about him. Kid is good, strong arm, mobile. But at the same time, I think he is a product of the air raid offense. Don't get me wrong. Gardner Minshew, guys like that, they're from air raid offenses. Patrick Mahomes is an air, air, air raid, raid offense, offense quarterback. Cliff Kingsbury. So it's, we'll see. But as I said, I think he should have just finished out a season, entered the draft, and see what happened.
gets drafted, gets gets a phone call as an undrafted free agent. I mean, as as it isn't like him going to a, a contending team if he decides to do something kind of like that is really going to change his draft stock because it's not. No. Hell, there there's the same, national it's championship still the same product, just different. Hell, there are national championship quarterbacks that still do not get drafted into the first round. When are these kids going to figure out it doesn't matter where you go to school? It matters by the talent that you put out on the field. Yep, the product that you put on the film and everything. Cooper Cup was drafted in the second round, and he went to Eastern Washington. Jimmy G went to Eastern Washington. It doesn't matter where you go. It's the product that you put on the tape. I completely agree. I mean, everyone wants to be like the these quarterbacks. You know, they compare themselves to Brady, but it's like Brady wasn't a first round. I exactly. Mean, yeah, he went to a big school in Michigan, but at the same time, like even if you go to a big school, you might be overlooked. <laughs> and it happens all the time. Even if you go to a bigger school, you can still be overlooked. Look at Dante Hall. He went to Texas A&M. Was overlooked. <laughs> this stuff happens. Prove them wrong. Show them something that they've never seen. End of the day. That's what it's about. So, I just think college football is moving up. <laughs> it's definitely changing. I think with the whole college football playoff thing, it's just... I Honestly, I do miss the BCS. I miss the BCS ways. I don't. <laughs> you don't, but I, I do. I don't. I, I like the fact I, – I just wish they would add more teams into the college playoff system. Actually make it worth the while. Just don't add four teams and be like, oh, we're going to call it a day. Or if you win your conference and still somehow get told, no, you're not going to be in. Exactly. So. Damn you, Ohio State. <laughs> still hold a grudge this day over that. There will always be a grudge on that one. Absolutely. So, uh, done writing about college football right now. We're going to get into a little bit of MLB because next week, next week starts October, and we all know what that means. Playoffs. And guess (laughs) who ain't going to the playoffs? They took an epic nosedive towards the end of the season. That'd be our fills. Now. Disappointing. Very disappointing. So, right now, it's looking as Dodgers Brewers. <laughs> the Brew Crew is probably the hottest team in baseball right now. Like, it's insane how, how hot the Brew Crew is. I still think they're going to win the World Series, hands down. It's they. I think it's going to come down to the Brewers and either going to be the Dodgers or it's going to be the uh, 
maybe the Astros. Astros are another team I'm intrigued by to possibly win it all. So the teams that have officially locked in their bid for uh, for the playoffs. Braves, which that one kind of surprised me this year on how well they actually played. I, th- I thought for sure they were one or two years away from being a legit contender. I mean, I kind of figured the Braves were going to win the East. I mean, yeah, the Phillies made the moves that they did, but at the same time, I sit there and look at the Braves, and I'm just like, this team's just they just they just gelled. Yeah. And that's what. And they did one the thing. Phillies couldn't do. And they did one thing that Philadelphia didn't do. They went after arms. That too. I mean, the pitching. Like I said, I mean, the Phillies just were just a complete different base. They they just weren't on the Braves level yet. Mm-hmm. Dodgers, Dodgers walked up, sealed their, clinched their playoff position. Fuck, I, th- I think at the beginning of the month. Yeah, I was just saying, I know it was like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they were like the first team to clinch, clinch, clinch their playoff spot. Astros, Twins, Yankees. No, Twins, I definitely like being a dark horse team. Yeah, Twins, I definitely I agree. like. So it's what I'm surprised with is that I don't even think the Red Sox are even going to make playoffs right now. I don't even think they're even going to get a wild card spot. I don't think they are. I think they're going to be just on the outside looking in. Because here's here's the thing: the Rays are 95 and 64. The Indians are 93 and 66. <clears throat> The Athletics are 96 and 63. Boston's sitting at 83 and 76. If you ask me, I, I think the, the wild card is going to end up being the Rays and the Athletics. I can see that. And the Athletics are going to move on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see the A's. And then the Brewers and Nationals are going to be the other the other two wild card teams. But at the same time, the, <laughs> the Brewers still technically have a chance to take the NL Central. They do. They're only a game back. Behind the cards. Behind the cards. And their remaining schedule. Where come on, where is it? I believe they're playing right now, to be honest with you. Now, they play at eight o'clock, they play the Rockies. And the Cardinals play the Cubs. At, Brewers start at 8-10, and the Cardinals game starts at 8-15. So, it's... <clears throat> Brewers still have a chance to maybe, maybe even just get, get a bye. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it, this last week of baseball... <laughs> it's going to be pretty interesting. It, it's going to be pretty interesting. And as I said, the Brewers are coming in Hot. 
honestly, the two teams I think that are actually going to go to the World Series is going to be the Brewers. I think they're going to continue to ride this train because they're, they're tearing the cover off the baseball. They're pitching very well. And honestly, I I love their bullpen. Their bullpen's amazing. Now the AL, that's that that's the I don't know. I don't know what what way the AL is gonna go. It, the AL can go multiple ways. So we shall see. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll talk a little bit more once the exact bracket is out. But right now, my front winner for the World Series coming from the National League side is Brew the Brewers. Crew. is It's going to be the Brew Crew. So, I would like to say thank you to all, all of our current listeners and our new listeners that have been sticking through us throughout this past month. You know, episode seven. We're keep we're keeping this train rolling. As long as um, we can go. As said, special thanks to Black Teddy's Lee Records for allowing us to use uh, the late great E Doubles music for our intros and outros. Uh, you guys have been amazing. Don't forget to like our Facebook page. Um, follow us on Instagram, Snapchat. That's all ran by by my co-host over here, Chip. Don't be afraid. Don't forget to leave us our five-star Johnny Menzel rating on iTunes and Facebook and wherever heck else you can find us right now. You guys have a wonderful night. Tripping, you should hear just what that wolf said. Liam Neeson when it comes to.